So welcome everybody back here at Vale of Sound. It's Sunday, it's video Sunday over here as usual. And I'm very happy to have Christian Bonnison on the show. Now, a lot of you will say like, who's that? And I only give you four letters, L, L, N, N. So Christian, where are we catching you right now? I'm, uh, I'm at home. I just uh, came home from, uh, from my work. <laughs> Been sitting at meetings all days, all day. Okay. So I'm I'm pretty used to talking right now today. So that's <laughs> yeah. So what do you do for it for a living? I work uh, like a it's it's like a living space for uh, older older people with autism. Okay. So, uh, so an, kind of, a, a, an old people's home, basically, right? No, no, no. Just uh, from like uh, thirty up. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So, uh, but everyone has autism. So uh, that's kind of how we, uh, uh, yeah. So the whole autism spectrum, because I know that there is autism and there is autism. You know, there are lots of different spectrums. You have a whole. One? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, you know, there's not two. There's the same. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 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 true. But uh, we specialize in that kind of. To uh, our our purposes, like give them structures and uh, stuff like that. Uh, that makes them safe in their life and uh yeah, yeah you know <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's very interesting i love it yeah um so that is what you do for your everyday life how is the music going can we expect anything new from any of your bands this year right yeah. and i guess not this year right no and not, maybe uh, maybe i have something uh else coming but uh Ooh. LLN, we are we are pretty much focused on on Mega right now. Okay. Uh, writing that record, uh, also damn near killed us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but it's a great record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we think so too. Thank you. And uh, so we we I don't think we're ready <laughs> to doing anything new right just yet. So <laughs> yeah, I mean you've also were pretty proficient in the last few years. I mean, like if I'm correct. The band started in 2014, 2015, and since then, you've had, I think, three full lengths, two splits. Yeah, that's pretty proficient. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, but uh, that said, uh, the the splits are actually the same songs on our sides. Uh, the the split we did with uh, Grim Van Doom and Vovoka is like it's, it's the same songs, uh, besides yeah. uh, one extra, I think. Yeah, but and we've been busy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And if I saw that correctly, then you're getting married soon, right? I, I was just married, actually, in January. Oh, so you, your bachelor party was after? Yeah, exactly, because, uh, you know, the Omicron came. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the guys had to cancel it, and uh, then they were like, okay, we'll, we'll get him at another point. So yeah. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to go into detail for everybody, but, but but I saw Christian wearing a bright red baseball cap. And everybody <laughs> who's been around for the last 20 years already knows where I'm going with this. So, Christian, how big of a fan of Limp Biscuit are you? It's uh, I don't think you could get... Uh, I don't think you could be a bit a bigger fan than me. <laughs> I just... I, I love that band. I I don't know. It's just uh, I I I you know it's a stupid band and everything. But I think if you 
play, play aggressive music and kind of mosh kind of music, you would do well to pay attention for their build-ups and uh, to their mosh parts and their breakdowns and stuff like that. I feel there like there is uh, something to that. I know. For uh, example, I, if we I, take that that Mission Impossible track, there is definitely something. To exactly. That. that that song is almost uh, the most part is the the chorus and the, and the mm -hmm. verse and everything is like build ups and build ups and mm -hmm. uh, and as soon as they play it live, three hundred thousand people jump at the same time, and you you kind of have to pay attention to that. I feel <laughs> there is some truth to that. I totally agree with you on that one. Uh, and at the same time, I mean, like. It's not even a, a guilty pleasure in a way because we're not talking about Mariah Carey or something. No. And um, I, I think I think they're a good party band. Let's put it like that, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's just uh, if I need to get in a good mood, I and I if I'm chocolate working starfish out, always does it. Yeah, lip biscuit, yeah, break stuff, you know. <laughs> That's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So. Is that also one of those bands that got you into metal music, or did that interest already start before the biscuit? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I my cousin he plays death metal, and uh, he he's always introduced me to a lot of stuff. But the corn and the biscuit and kind of like that wave of new metal was mm -hmm. like the first thing I, I took for myself, if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Uh, yeah, kind of gravitated. I remember I was watching MTV and Freak on a Leash came on and he started doing that, like that skate park. And I was like, what the hell is this? I need to have that, you know? So, <laughs> and then yeah, hardcore, like in, into yeah. the building, you know? Okay, so when we're talking about hardcore, which were the hardcore bands that you liked? Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm pretty much from the school of Hydrahead. Uh, I, ah, so like this sludgy kind of hardcore, right? Yeah, and also as chaotic as it can be, you know, Knut and uh, yeah, the botch and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Isis as well. You know, like yeah, Hydrahead, the Caven, Caven uh, especially is is like my favorite band ever. Okay. So it, it kind of stuff like that uh, is 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 uh, my heritage. If you Okay. Were those <laughs> bands also important for you as a musician? Like, I know that one of the first projects that I saw you in, or that I at least know that you were in, let's put it like that, was uh, the Psych Project. Yeah. Um, were, were those Hydrahead things and also the other stuff, was that influential on the way that the Psych Project evolved? Most definitely. Uh, also, you could say like bands like Old Man Gloom and uh, uh, yeah, and you know the more chaotic stuff. Uh, the Psych Project is way more chaotic and than mm -hmm. I than what I play in the LLN right now. Even though there's kind of like there's things we have in common that uh, that the two bands have in common. But yeah, we we're like uh, kids from the from the nineties, right? So we we grew up also like. A lot of Christian hardcore, Sao, if you remember those guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah awesome. and uh, you know, Nor uh, old Norma Jean, and uh, you know, chariot like probably. The, yeah, the chariot. Yeah, dissonant hardcore. You know, mm -hmm. and then also stay. You know, stuff like Cursed and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Old Neurosis and a Cult of Luna. Old Cult of Luna, especially for me. 
So, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, early, late 90s, early Mm. 2000s, hardcore. Yeah. All all that stuff that I witnessed on, what I witnessed uh, in front of a stage, I've seen most of those bands that are now considered classics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but Psych Project was your first real band, right? I'd say so, yeah. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, no, sorry, sorry. No, you go ahead. I, mean, I I joined the band when I was uh, 21. They kind of found me playing stuff in, in the the Danish, uh, the Copenhagen hardcore scene, mm-hmm. and I was asked to uh, to join the band, and I was very honored by that because. I was a huge fan of their music before I joined the band, actually. Mm-hmm. So I joined back in, I I can't remember, 2008 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, When they already they, had been going for a few years, right? Yeah, they, they already had a couple of albums out. I, mm-hmm. I joined on the, on the third album called Dead Storm. Uh, it was okay. the first one. I made. So... Uh, Released on Life Force Records <laughs> from Holland, if I remember correctly. Or no, yeah, I no think way. so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they're German. I think they're German. No, wait, it's Life Force is Germany, and Good Life Recordings is Holland. Yes, that's the way it is. Yes, of course. Oh, by the way, I also love Good Life Recordings when I was a kid. <laughs> I think everybody loves Good Life Recordings. They were just yeah, awesome. yeah um, exactly. <laughs> I also loved that other label from around there, Reflections Records. Also a great label. From, from I think I had some records from them. I can't remember what, though. Uh, Razor yeah. Crusade and stuff like that. That was great stuff. Yeah. But, you know, now you're in LLNN. And yeah. for the life of me, people have been asking me for, like, do you know where the name comes from? And I said, I think I have a faint notion because I I know I already asked you that like a long time ago. But for everybody who doesn't know, can you explain where the name LLNN comes from? Uh, or do you just like we have like uh, nineteen different ways of telling this story? Because yeah, uh, now give us the real one. Yeah, sometimes we like you were uh, all yeah. drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, don't no, no, not even this time. Uh, but usually we we kind of put people on like this wild goose chases to like uh, yeah. find out why uh, where there's no like answer but the thing is we just wanted a name that was u- uh, neutral actually and uh, didn't mean anything and uh, even though it's kind of hard to say it's like it's more like a logo than it is a name proper if you know what that i mean that is true that is true it it looks like a consciously assembled sequence of letters that is true so yeah. if I remember correctly, and if I understand you correctly, to end this question once and for all, there is no real na- meaning behind LL and N. No. <laughs> okay, but you definitely hit the spot there. Everybody is confused by the name. <laughs> However, what nobody is confused about is that the records that you've been putting out are really, really great. Um and especially the last one, uh, even though, again, there, you also confuse people because what the heck is an unmaker? It's like a, a thing that unmakes you. <laughs> 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 but actually, okay. uh, actually so it's uh, a killer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's inspired by a gun from Doom 64. Uh, 
call on Maker. It's like uh, okay. this hell weapon uh, just, that's just channeled, uh, challenging, uh, channeling hell energy. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I was thinking a lot about Doom that day when we uh, decided on the title. And of course, I had to run it by the guys. And it was like, yeah, we, because the record is so abrasive and it is so brutal mm. that we just we felt like it was a fitting title. Yeah. Is there any kind of bigger concept behind the record? Because we'll talk about the song titles in a moment, but that struck me, and it always strikes me about your band. But is there like a certain concept behind the whole record? You know, if you asked us individually, you'll get four different answers because we we kind of every every member of the band kind of like approached this record differently. Mm -hmm. uh, what uh, as you know, uh, but in some weird way, it always aligns with us guys. <laughs> so okay. it kind of it, it comes out very cohesive and and stuff like that. My my uh, my lyrics are, are usually like criticisms of uh, capitalism mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. imperialism and stuff like that, and uh, mm -hmm. and 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 persons in power and the power mm -hmm. structure. I'm I'm okay. very anti everything, <laughs> pretty much. And, well, uh, I don't figure that you're anti-everything because that would include misanthropy and I think that you're not a misanthropist. Um, not, not at all, no. I know, I know. But yeah. I know what you mean, like that there are certain structures and sequences and consequences that we have to face, although we have no influence on them. Exactly. I can see that. Um, so would you like to be an unmaker of those structures that you are criticizing them? But the thing is, I don't have any better ideas, if you know what I mean. I just yeah. know how to be frustrated and yell about what I see mm -hmm. as injustices. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't see myself as someone who kind of, I'm, I, I don't have any answers or anything. I'm just mm -hmm. so frustrated. <laughs> you know, and I want to shine a light on it, but I don't. I, I don't feel like I'm. I'm the one to, for the job to like solve those things. Mm -hmm. You know, so you see yourself more as someone who makes people aware of those problems. Yeah, I, 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 I certainly hope so. Mm -hmm. But that said, I'm, I'm trying to not be as on the nose uh, about my subjects mm -hmm. as I was on my earlier records, but. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's still about the same things, uh, in, in kind of in in different walks of life. You could say, mm. like the thing, uh, the loss is very much me being young and frustrated about what's expected of me. Like kind of like entering that rat race that is grown up life. You could say, yeah. and 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 Unmega is me being right in the middle of it. You could say. So, so the next thing is will will probably then you be a little bit more in retrospective stuff. Um, yeah. What strikes me what strikes me about your records all the time is your ability to find new one single word titles that always somehow make sense. But question, I'm very sure that is a decision by you, right? To have always one letter words and very often like three syllables or so. That strikes exactly. me. Exactly. That's uh, that's kind of like, yeah, that, that, that's something we do for aesthetic purposes. And also, mm -hmm. uh, I try to find 
uh, words that actually has something to do with what I'm singing about and uh, mm -hmm. and and what uh, you know uh, that matches with the song. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, I'm I'm uh, it's actually very tough for us to kind of like settle on on the right song titles. Uh, so you do I'm, that as a collective, not you as yeah. the one who writes the lyrics. No, no, no. We do that. Everything in this band is uh, is as a collective, mm -hmm. and we uh, we are usually not we usually not agree on everything. But we all we we also um, as a, no one goes mad to bed. You know, everyone mm -hmm. gets the, the gets their thing, and uh, we as we always when we release something, everything is agreed upon. You know, if you know what I mean. Do the others then also agree or reshape your lyrics? Or is that the one thing where you can say, okay, that's what I would like to do? Yeah, I, I actually, I, I sent them to the guys and uh, I, try, I try to evolve them as much uh, as, as they'd like, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, if they have anything, it's never, it's usually never about anything I write. It's more like how I... I lay the vocals in the songs and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, that they have some opinions about. Usually right opinions, because you can sometimes like stare yourself blind on yeah. the, uh, you make, right? So I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So those song titles that you choose, um, what strikes me, I mean, maybe I'm trying too much of a Sherlock Holmes here, but on Dead, most of the titles um, start with A, B, C, D. Yeah. I looked it up. It's six out of eight songs. And now, all of a sudden, with Unmaker, we have half of the songs starting with a letter from the second half of, al of the alphabet. And some of them even sounding a little bit brighter than most of the dark intonated words that you had before. Now you have words like cyan and obsidian which are definitely a little brighter, I think, right? Is that yeah. also, again, a distinct decision for, from your side? Yeah, or from the band's side? Yeah, in a weird way, because uh, we noticed after we released that, that all the songs were something like A, B, C, D. So uh, I was like, I have to use another part of the fucking alphabet this time. <laughs> so, but it, it worked out that way. I, you know, sometimes with it's kind of, you have to make like quick split decisions and it's uh but we, we try to when we do the quick split decisions uh to like still be uh, thoughtful so it's not like you know well it's just like that or something you know yeah, yeah. not decide on the go but maybe on the stand right yeah, exactly. okay cool but um like those 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 two songs like cyan and obsidian the, the sound of them is a little brighter and also the cover of your record is i mean like it's gold fucking gold yeah. it's not gray and a little darker than gray and a little lighter than black it's gold mm. is yeah. that like a coincidence i mean if you look at like uh if you look at loss and deaths and uh, unmaker like in in series right it's like, it gets uh, brighter. Yeah, it gets it gets brighter also, but there's like uh, the brass and the gold. It's like a, a theme that uh, continues 
throughout the, all the records. Yeah. yeah. So we have we have, we have like decided on uh, especially Rasmus, our drummer. He's also mm -hmm. the one who does our album covers. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> shout out to Rasmus, great covers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he'd be happy to hear that. Uh, he's so uh, he's Definitely so proud of it. So uh, yeah, and I feel like uh, uh, he he deserves to be proud of it. But uh, they. That that's actually like uh, like with my lyrics and stuff like that. That's a thing he takes on it for himself, and mm -hmm. we come with some feedback and stuff like that. And he's uh, really, especially right now, he's really into like uh, shooting uh, pictures of, like in macro. So wh mm -hmm. uh, what you see on the the Unmaker record is like ice shot in mm -hmm. macro with okay. like chains and stuff like that. So um, and it, it turned out to like. It, resemble like this weird figure it, it so, does. Uh, True. so uh, that's uh that, i think he actually he strived to make it like a, a figure so mm -hmm. uh yeah that's uh, and he calls that figure uh, that thing the unmaker so uh okay <laughs> so it's like kind of um, like our eddie from you know <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or well, like if you then have an unmaker force one Please take me on the first one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Would you believe this is like the first time today I've been talking about Iron Maiden? That's, <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. You know, you could be talking about, I don't know, Limp Biscuit for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what I liked about the last record is that you also gave people like a little complimentary record with Sonic Fragments. Um, yeah. why did you, for example, I mean, you, you could have chosen anything else. You could have chosen a record just with a bass line or with a rhythm section or with the guitars, but you consciously chose to give us the electronics as yeah. a single release, so to say. Why the electronics? Well, because it's like, I'd have to say, if, if I should like, Split up our band. I I feel like that's fifty percent of our band, and okay. it's also like uh you know the synths and stuff like that is 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 a very big part of Illinois. We we feel, mm -hmm. and also the the guys. It's it's kind of like sort of ungrateful for them because they have to always like go through all the fucking bass and guitar and drums and stuff like that. So there's a lot of details that's there that, in some weird way. I don't feel like they get lost, but there's a lot of things, you know, struggling to get your attention in in yeah. a typical LNN song. So the reason the reason we did the Sonic Fragments and stuff like that was to kind of like shine a light on what those guys actually do uh, in the band. So what struck me when I listened to it is um, that interestingly, I had pretty much the same feeling that I had when listening to those two versions, which tells me that they lay the groundwork, right, for your songs. No, no, no. Actually, it's uh, the other way around. But everything is uh, is made uh, together. So that said, we we always write the the you know the instrumentation and stuff like that first, and mm -hmm. uh, after and we. Also, as a Ketzel, our synth player, he mm -hmm. has uh, he has his uh, keyboards in the rehearsal space with us, and he makes melodies with us and stuff like that, and we write it together. 
mm-hmm. but uh, but at some point after we recorded the record, they get all the the, the sound files, and then mm-hmm. they start really working on it. Okay. So uh, so so they're like, and we usually make them right after each other. So mm-hmm. if we're in some sort of feeling and stuff like that, they complement each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I actually think. For those guys, for Rasmus and and Ketzel that uh, that, that works on that stuff uh, primarily, <clears throat> that's one of the best uh, compliments you could ever give them. That that mm-hmm. actually Sonic Fragments gives you the same um, feeling as as the record proper, you know. Yeah, I think that because you know when listening to Sonic Fragments, I had a feeling of recognizing, you know, that was like, okay, I I I I, I feel something, but I felt at the same point in the song there because I noticed that of course subconsciously I had heard the fragments but because of your huge wall of sound in front of them it's sometimes a little hard to distinguish them right yeah Um, when talking about your sound I have to ask the following thing are you a big gear nerd yourself yeah I, I am but not not like not like a lot of people. I I kind of collect weird small stuff and mm-hmm. weird guitar pedals. I'm I'm very analog. I'm not very digital. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of guitars. I I am a gear nerd, but I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not in band. You know, I'm not down bad. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I don't know. After all, I've been playing more than half of my life so uh, mm-hmm. you know I I, I I i like things and i i seek out things but i'm i'm not i'm not kind of like the kind of guy who's always my song will sound better if i get this and this and this uh, yeah okay i know what you mean yeah. <laughs> so but what is more important for you yourself and for you as a band the sound of the record or the songs the songwriting songwriting mm-hmm. Bannon. but the sound is is a big part of us but I, I i you could sound as great as it yeah everything but you kind of need to have some good songs i feel yeah. that's that's the starting point for me when i'm thinking of ll and sound i don't know why but for some reason i very often think about the shipping industry sometimes it sounds as if i'm on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Sometimes it sounds as if I'm in a submarine underneath the sea. Sometimes it sounds like being right in the middle of a shipyard where the ships are built. Is that a comparison you can live with? Or do you say, no, no, for us, our sound is totally different? I, I can live with that, actually. And that makes a lot of sense that you think that because a lot a lot of, uh, you know, ship, ship work uh, is shipyards and stuff like that you hear like metal cracking and giving in yeah, exactly. and, uh, expanding and uh you know subtracting and everything and actually a lot of our electronic stuff is like made in a in a fucking workshop uh, with iron uh, you know yeah, yeah stuff okay. like that so that makes a lot of sense yeah so there is some kind of mechanical sound in there right so that's like also what you want to achieve Exactly, exactly. That was actually a big part of uh, Onmaker. Uh, for example, that to... is also for me like the big difference between 
LLLN and Psych Project. You know, this band is it's very mechanical at a, up to a point. How difficult is it to achieve that? Would you be would you believe me if uh, if I said that we haven't actually thought a lot about that? It's just kind of how. <laughs> of course, I believe you. you that, that, that's it. That's it. You know, uh, they Katil and Rasmus they they were standing in their like dad's workshop doing all this. So there's some thought behind it, but how it how it like pairs with the music and stuff like that. It's it's kind of like everything with us is like a a happy accident in in a weird way but though it's like still uh very thought out i i don't know how to like uh i can imagine what you mean you know you yeah. think about something and all of a sudden very yeah, there it is yeah exactly <laughs> i have a question you know um i mean like i know that there there is a lot of hardcore in llnn definitely and I, I still say that on one of the first, I don't know if it was the first or the second track of a record. I listened to it and I looked at my friend and I was like, it's just like Lou Collar from Sick of It All. A hundred percent. I was like, I was like, oh, it just sounds like Lou. Um, and so my question is, I mean, like apart from all the hardcore, I mean, like there is more in your sound. Actually, I, what do you... Excuse me, you're the second person that ever said that. Uh, Jacob, who records our records, he also says that I sometimes sound like Lou Collar. Yeah, and on uh, that track, definitely. I, I have to look <laughs> it up. I think it's his first. It's either the first or the second track on all, on Maker. I think it's the first one. Um, I'm sorry, I... Uh... No problem. But apart from the hardcore influence, I, I mean, there is much more in there. Um, but what is a bigger influence on you when you're writing and when you're recording and also when you're performing, what is more of an influence, crust punk or black metal? Brian Cole. <laughs> <laughs> or Pick Destroyer or anything else. Okay. <clears throat> okay, cool. But uh, most uh, definitely, uh, I would say more, if, if I have to choose between, uh, between the two, I'd say crust punk, actually. I, I would have thought so. Uh, although, of course, there, there is uh, a lot of a lot more than just crust punk and hardcore and grindcore. Um, I have a question. I, I remember a few decades ago by now, my God, I'm so old. Um, I saw an interview with Mokwai and Mokwai were asked, what is their aim in music? They said, we want to be louder than men of war. Question for you. What is your aim in music? How heavy do you want to get? You, I, uh... <laughs> more heavy <laughs> than uh, than we already are without it like losing definition i think when we when we recorded debts and we were touring with debts and stuff like that people were like uh fuck that's the most heavy uh, heavy shit and stuff like that and i was like and we were all thinking in the band oh shit we haven't even tried yet you know being really really heavy to, to so, make you look forward to something i think there is still one band that tops you yeah uh, indian from indian from yeah, Chicago. yeah I, i've seen indian a bunch of times there <clears throat> i fucking love those guys as well yeah <clears throat> and that would also be a, a, a comparison that i had for you like whenever somebody asks me like what do they sound like i always say like think of industrial sounds and indian when you're there yeah and also uh, uh kind of thing that 
people for some weird reason don't pick up on the bomb string from Torch. Yeah. You know, the really heavy songs from Torch is also um, a big thing for me. Um, yeah. Although we have to say that some of the Torch songs are also very nice and melodic. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> They are actually my favorite of their songs. <laughs> a few other questions. Um, I knew you were in Hexes, right? Are you yeah. still in Hexes? And if so, where is the band at? No, I'm not in Hexes. Uh, I actually only uh, filled in at some point, but okay. they just recorded a new record. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good friends with uh, Philip, their singer. Him and I, we are from the same part of Denmark. And we used to uh, go together to hardcore shows when we were kids. Uh, but I have to say, their their new record is something to behold. Uh, I have listened to it, and it's yeah. it's it's really something. Uh, yeah. So you've mentioned grindcore. Yeah. What's up with Piss Vortex? Piss Vortex is no more. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. but that that's it. Uh, we are maybe. I, the, the other guys just asked me if we wanted uh, to like do a reunion show, just one, well, one off uh, here later this year, and I'm I'm very psyched about that, uh, kind of to get some closure for the band. Okay. But I'm I'm doing some grindcore with the the drummer on the side as well, so oh, that's the thing that's probably coming later this year. <laughs> yeah. uh, will that also then be released on Pelagic, or will you do a self-release? self-release i don't think uh, robin uh, he wants to do grindcore <laughs> well i, 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 I don't know i don't know he, uh, he has surprised ha having you that. and implore on his roster i mean like <laughs> yeah exactly um, but ha but how did that collaboration with pelagic happen because it happened quite soon after the band started right so how yeah. did that happen it's actually a, a very fun fun story i think it was paul you know uh, the drummer mm -hmm, from the drummer? Yeah, yeah, he uh, at some point. We also, also already had him on on Veil of Sound. If anybody wants to check out that interview, like six weeks ago or so. But, uh, he's, a, he's such a nice guy, and he's also like uh, one of the bosses for Pelagic. Yeah. But I, I think he at some point became aware of us, mm -hmm. and he told Robin to check us out. So Robin he went and saw us like in Kirby in the mm -hmm. in Berlin, mm -hmm. like in this uh, dank cellar. Where yeah. in <laughs> and uh, we played there and he got one of our tapes he got marks our first uh, mm -hmm. uh tape and uh, he had it in his car and uh, his cd player would die so he only had that fucking tape so he was <laughs> listening to that tape and uh and then uh, he uh, he chose to sign us pretty soon after that and uh, yeah. so and it, it's been a fucking great relationship since then uh, it's they, they're really our friends, and uh, yeah, we love those guys, really, in truth. So, apart from The Ocean and, of course, LLNM, uh, what are your other, like, bands on Pelagic that you really, really like? Shiloh. I fucking love that band. I really Another think... Another band that we had here. Yes, well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, they... great guys. Great guys. If I have to, like, pick one out, uh, I'd say that uh, those guys, yeah. Cool. You've already often hinted at the Danish music scene. And the Danish music scene, I must say, it's huge compared to the size of the country. I mean, like, we have you in LLL and we have Mall, we have Ice, Hexes, Afsky, many, many bands. 
Do you have an explanation why there are so many awesome bands from Denmark? That's actually a great question. Okay. I, 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 uh, like I, what? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know because it's like there's not a lot of people playing music in general in Denmark. It's like kind of like, yeah, I guess there's more now, but a lot of those bands that you just like listed up, it's they're old guys like me as well. You know, uh, mm -hmm. we've been around the block for some time, some of us, and uh, have been playing around in older uh, in other constellations and uh, and stuff like that. So I I don't know. I I just think like the talent pool right now is is really good. And uh, mm -hmm. it's something we are very much very proud of here in Denmark. You should be, you should be. And, and so, it seems like that people are like starting to notice right now. Mm -hmm, definitely. But I, I don't know if because because a lot of the bands put out amazing albums. I mean, like we had Unmaker, we had the last one from Mole, the last one by Afsky. It was like awesome. So a lot of the bands are really, really, really good right now. Yeah, I I think that 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 will keep each other sharp in some weird way we are i feel like there's a a, a good competition going right now mm -hmm. trying to be i i wouldn't say best but try, try to one up one another yeah um, in in a cool way and it, mm -hmm. it's like every one of those bands are like my friends and mm -hmm. stuff like that there's there's not a lot of beef mm -hmm. and yeah it's just a lot of a, a big talent pool right now so give us three more bands that we should check out. And and John Connor doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say uh, Leipzig. Mm -hmm. And they're just like uh, HM2, like uh, really uh, beat down hardcore, but they're great. Mm -hmm. And uh, Talos, T-E-L-O-S. Yeah, like, T-E-L-O-S. Uh, yeah, Isn't Victor uh, in that band? Yeah, Victor is in that band. I, I recorded vocals for one of their new songs. Cool. And uh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to hear for that everybody myself. everybody else, we're talking about Victor Kass, who is uh, uh, the singer in Ice. Also exactly. a great Danish band to check out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, I'll third band that you should give us. Yeah, uh, I'd say Hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Hierarchy, uh, it's like a... It's that, it's yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. They're also a great fan of ours. It's like a noisy, uh, if you like, uh, what are they called? The Armed and stuff like that. Okay. And maybe all the old school 3-1-G, you know, the Locust, uh, yeah, 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 everything, yeah. Justin Pearson, stuff like that. You'll you, you be really into that. Cool. You have done two splits. We've already talked about that. Like one with Grim Van Doom from Germany and one with Vovoka from, I think, California. I'm not sure. Definitely American, right? Yeah. How did these two splits happen you know who approached whom uh the first split was like uh, we started having a, a conversation with grim van doom they were actually our great friends we started playing a lot with those guys uh back in the day and they were uh, fans of the side project actually and, and have seen us a bunch of times mm -hmm. so we we knew them from back then and then we just decided after we made that uh, we made marks to make it a split mm -hmm. with grim van doom Mm -hmm. And uh, Vovoka is also like it's the same concept with one more extra song, and mm -hmm. uh, that was kind of done for uh, Pelagic to have it on their uh, you know in their catalog. Mm -hmm. So 
so they also could uh, release marks in some weird way yeah. so if you could choose a danish band to do a split with who would you choose oh that's a great question I mean, like, of course, he would love to do splits with all of the bands, but he has to choose one because I'm so mean. I'd say uh, the last band I just noticed, uh, I mentioned uh, Hierarchy. 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 Oh. I, I think that could be very interesting, actually. So, Hierarchy, if you hear this, <laughs> we're ready. And one band outside of Dan Denmark. Norna. Oh, another great band, another interview that we've already had on our show. Yeah, yeah. We just played, Tom, uh, we just, Thomas is great, and the record is awesome. The yeah, we just played with awesome. them uh, at the release show in Oslo. Right, a few and it went, ago, right? Yeah, it went great. It was so far, it was so awesome. You know, so yeah, I, I think like Breach finally found a successor, definitely. Yeah. Uh, at the end of our interviews, we always have like a few quickfire questions. I give you two alternatives and you have to choose. Yes. Ross Kilde or Roadburn? Roadburn. Stockholm or Oslo? Oslo. Iceland or Greenland? Oh, that one is tough. I know. Ah. Uh... I love Iceland. We played there a lot with the Psychrotic guy. I have a lot of kinship, but I've never been to Greenland. I'd fucking love to go there someday. So I had to say Greenland. <laughs> okay. Joy Division or Nine Inch Nails? Joy Division. David Lynch or David Cronenberg? Cronenberg. All day. <laughs> Beer or wine? Beer. Ministry or Sepultura? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I have, I, I have, a few, I have two more. Okay, Sepultura, Sepultura. <laughs> For your vacation, the sea or the mountains? The sea. And the last one, I think that's an easy one. Indian or Celeste? Indian. Okay. Christian, thanks for being on the show. Um, thanks for spending roughly 45 minutes with us. I hope everybody enjoyed it. If you haven't heard Unmaker yet, do so, but be aware it will be the heaviest thing that you will hear this year. If you hear anything heavier than that, then please go to your psychiatrist and tell him that you have a problem. Christian, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Thorsten. Thank you.